You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. I do declare this is the Louisiana rub edition of the board game snobs coming at you from where are we at? BGG? Uh, Hyatt Regency, Do- Dallas. Don't dox us. People DFW. come here. People show up. In the airport. We're at the airport. We are here with our most Burn. southern listener, <laughs> Mr. Very south. Chad Chasson. Uh, are we counting South America? Like, are we not? We got a lot of fans them? in Brazil. Enrico's oh, yeah. from Mexico, so no, no he's no, no, not. No, 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 his dad's from Mexico. Uh, someone's from Mexico, but I, I don't know who's. No, I thought your Mexico. father is from Mexico. You I know that, right? do declare. I thought he was born in Texas. That we your father was born in Texas. I'm pretty sure he was born in Texas, but then again, it's but his name is Magdalena. Magdaleno Zamora. Yeah, which is funny because hey, what do you call a Mexican with a rubber toe? Roberto. Roberto. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And this is what we have to deal with, Chad. I see. I see. I do declare we do not care about your geography, (laughs) nor what nation you call your home. But we were supposed to be talking. We were supposed to be doing accents. I prepped for this. All right. Go ahead. Oh, I got to. Let me hear it. No, I've been doing it. You You have? Yeah. You offend offend me, sir. (laughs) I will meet you out by... The Piggly Wiggly. You sound like you're from Georgia. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'm going too far east. That's, 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 that's my problem, trying to do a southern accent. Uh-huh. I start doing Georgian yeah. accent, and I think I watch too much off. Foghorn Leghorn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, is that not Boy, Louis- I say, boy, chicken hop. Is Don't that, you take that chicken from me. Is that not Louisiana? He's red Foghorn's Georgian? Oh, you got to do more of a... What's all this here about all this here? It's more of a gravelly. That's more accurate when you can't understand. Exactly. That, that's, now you get Water accurate. Boy? Remember the guy oh, that you could uh, not understand? Don't worry. That was pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Chad. We'll do a lot of post work on you so the fans can understand you. Maybe we can do some subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Can you do that? Like do it on the YouTube? Oh, yeah, yeah, we got there it. There we go. We got this. Well, you can turn those subtitles it. on automatically. There you if go. If you get on YouTube. You have Louisiana. This here, here. What's all this here about a game convention? We're at BGG Spring. We have played several, several games. Have been quite pleasant. Chad and Jerry have played a uh, good four-hour game of John Company, and we just got through playing Moonrakers. But first, the rubber ducky first appeared oh. in the late eighteen hundreds. Shortly after, Charles Goodyear invented vulcanized rubber. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Live long, live long, and burn rubber, and burn rubber. Surprisingly, the first rubber duckies didn't float. In fact, they were solid, heavy, and intended as chew toys. Is vulcanized well, that's what is always chewing rubber on. having to do with with with, with, with volcanoes? Like it's the it's the Vulcan. ash from volcanoes. Isn't that because a volcanologist is oh. a volcano? That's what I'm saying. 
I'm pretty sure that's what that means. A volcanologist? Yes. Not a volcanologist. Volcanologists discover things on Vulcan. Why don't you get your phone in, Ricky? Your job is to produce. Ah, I might as well. Google that for us. <laughs> then in the 1930s, two separate rubber duck bath toys were created, and the association between rubber duckies and bath time was born. Why? In 1931, Eleanor Shanahan of Maryland invented a rubber ducky that could emit jets of water from small holes. I do declare, Shannon, this duck has sprung a leak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why was that necessary? For just, just for fun? Just you squeeze it, it's put fun. it underwater, That's let fun. it inhale the water, and then push it, it out. Let and your kids it. play with something in the bathtub. And squirt each other in the face. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, you don't put both kids in a bathtub. Sometimes you do them one at a time. Hey, yeah, me man. and my brother used to take baths together when we were kids. Weird. Well, a bunch right. of Some parents. What? How old were you? 15, 16? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Last time we bathed together. <laughs> no, I mean, when you're kids, Yo, yeah. Ma, we've got to save water, young I'm about to say, yeah. Ain't got no time to run a bathtub for two separate kids when you're poor in the 1980s. We got the one boss. So. You, you throw them in a, a swimming pool and just put some dish soap in there and you're good to go. Tell them running around the circle. Little That's all you got to do. <laughs> okay. That was very interesting, though. Look up the Then in 1938, thing. Disney well, collaborated with Seberling okay. Latex Products to create a line of bath floater toys the most popular of which were Donald and Donna Duck. Who's Donna? Is that Donna. the girl? That's his old side piece. As a side note, Donna was later renamed Daisy Duck. In there you go. That's what I thought. See, Donald, um, he's been canceled because they found those old videos where he was a Nazi. Did you watch those? <laughs> yes, um, I've seen them. Okay, that's, yeah. Oh, this is real. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was like, like yeah, it was like they were trying to do propaganda, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was like trying to make fun of something. So it was like, here's Donald Duck, black and white cartoon. How are you going to cancel a cartoon? You just cancel it. Do you see Donald anywhere? Uh, or Pepe? Where is he at? He wasn't a cartoon. Pepe Le Pew? Oh, oh, I thought uh, you were talking about the frog. Le Pew got canceled too. Mm. He's, he's, he's obviously sexist. <laughs> kind of like doesn't know boundaries. I'd say, mm. yeah, I'm not excusing his behavior, but his boundaries. Speak. Well, okay. Speaking of ba- speaking of boundaries, then in 1947, sculptor Peter Gaynine patented a duck toy made out of vinyl. Vinyl. It was painted bright yellow and included a squeaker. So we're getting closer to the rubber ducky we know today. Featured on some prominent YouTuber board game recital. I knew you was about to do I don't this. Know. I, I knew you I knew you're trying to hard merge <laughs> like a quack quack. I don't know what they really go into. Oh, you're subtle. Finally, oh. in 1970. You're subtlety, sir. Ernie sang the now famous song, Rubber Ducky. You're the one. You make bath time something fun. On Sesame Street, which made it all the way to number eleven on the Billboard charts. Okay, in the nineteen seventy in nineteen seventy, they clearly didn't have a whole lot to listen to. All right, yep. right yep. now, we when need to know. Ernie, <laughs> I need to know. Number song went to number eleven on the charts. Chad, answer this quickly. Bert or or Ernie? Which one? Who do you prefer? Well, Ernie had a clear uh, a successful now, recording. Yeah, Ernie's the <laughs> little short, dumpy one. Bert had the little mm-hmm. tuft of hair on the top. But he's and he's always Bert was the one. I'm Bert was the angry one. No, I'm going to say yeah. no. He was Ernie drove him this, insane. Well, Bert was too angry. Uh, this is a hard hey. one, and the reason is is my sister always called me Bert because she thought I looked like Bert. I was just about to make Roberto. So I think I have to go with Bert. I'm pro Bert. Yep. Pro You're Bert. obviously in the Ernie. I'm in the Ernie camp. I'm not going to lie. It almost sounds like Bert is I've so angry. I already met these two already, to be all honest. <laughs> You're Bert. I'm Ernie. 
You don't even watch Sesame Street. <laughs> Maybe not, hey, but from your description, skin. I'm already meeting the two people that you're already you don't describing. Even, you've never, you never watched <laughs> Sesame Street. I don't think he did. He didn't. You're no. too you're And Ricky, of the two of us, me and Jerry, who's the angry one? Jerry, obviously. Yeah. He's irri- I, easily nobody, irritated. Thank you. Nobody He's has easily thank you. irritated. Thank you. I could be doing this all day, and he would be... Why are you making noise on a podcast? Well, I tell you. Well, here's the thing. The reason I'm so angry is I ha- I make the mistake of having expectations. You're angry all the time. Though. I have great expectations. And people, for some reason... That's what female ducks have when they're squatting on their nest. Expectations. <laughs> that was the hardest pun you've ever made, sir. There's no one does what board game snods do. Better. They are almost professional level comedians. But it was it was fine. But like you know, I ex- people who have no expectations will put up with things. They'll just whatever. And I. Well, just, at I, what point do you not you know let life burn you down and you just lower your expectations? I don't know. Where are you at? Oh, I'm better than so, see. For a good but one that's while. not me. That's not Chad either. You can tell Chad's a man. Chad, he is a man. Chad is a man of great. He's, he's wearing a, a snob shirt, by the way. Yeah, it's, a, it's in Japanese. That's the only reason he's on the podcast right now. That's, he's we saw us. Chad in the hallway and said, "Hey, he's that, our walking billboard." Even though it's in Japanese and no one here, but he's been to Japan. He's advertised for us. Has anyone from Japan ever stopped you and said, "What is that?" Um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have a large armadillo attacking a city? Yeah, yeah. I didn't say anything. Well, that's okay. So see, but, but Chad has expectations. To be fair, to be fair, there's a lot of Japanese people with words, shirts with words in English mm-hmm. that make no sense. So just so like I people felt here. I was paying really? like a little payback. You right, know? Right. I'm gonna wear a shirt with some Japanese words that make no sense to them. So like so. you know when people get tattoos and it, like they think yes, it's Japanese yes. and it's like it says toilet, but it looks cool to Americans because it's written in you know the neat Japanese writing. The Japanese have shirts that say like toilet in English, but they think it looks cool because it's in English. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, and maybe because I wore the shirt for five minutes because I was embarrassed to wear it around. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually did wear it. <laughs> See, there you go. Great expectations. 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 Are, are, are you done with your hard merge at, at. First, I want to discuss Pictionary. Do you know who invented Pictionary? Doesn't come to mind. Rob Angel. Mm. Chris Angel's Rob brother. Angel, <laughs> Rob Angel. Will you be mine? What movie is that off of? That's off Back Not to the Future. Rob. Very good. Why do you even why do you act that you put over anything on me? You know? Did you know? I mean, I was singing Rob Angel it's instead of Earth, Earth Angel. Angel. Earth Angel. And then he stands back up, starts playing guitar. Will you be the future is like one of the greatest movies. They of keep all acting time. like they're going to remake it. No, they, they should don't. never remake no. it. They should never no. remake it. No. Don't touch it. Leave it alone. Rob Angel. Well, but you know, if they were to remake it and set it in modern times, he would be going back to 1993. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. that's so weird. That's so <laughs> Backstreet weird. Boys were there. That's so weird. <laughs> all right, who would do? Who who'd do it? Who'd, who'd be Marty? I already have an actor. I know you do, and I know who it is. Who? Now that I can't get out of my head, Tom Holland. I told you this already. I know. That's okay. why I like Holland. that's good casting. I can't get out of my Who, head. Who's the old man? Uh, the doc? Yep. Doc Brown? I had one. I can't remember now, but now I'm working on it. Who would be a good Doc Brown? Mm. I'm Peter Capaldi pops in the head. Ooh, that's a good one. I'll tell you, I should do casting. Peter Capaldi is a good one. It would be a good one. 
He's a good one. Then you got to have uh, uh, Biff. No, uh, the oh my, Michael J. Fox. What was his name in the movie? Marty. Why did McFly? Who's going to be George? Gonna be George? somebody kind of weird. Oh, George. That's Paul Dano. No, he doesn't look anything like Tom Holland. Okay, get Sheldon. No, he doesn't have to look like. No, it's not look like George McFly had a certain like super weirdness to him. A super weirdness, like a weirdness. Oh, to him. Where's, Sarah, where's Sarah doing? Michael Sarah. That would work. There you go. That'd yeah, work. That'd that'd work. Work. I like that'd that work. one. That would work. Biff. Okay, Biff. Biff. We got to have a bully. Several people come to mind. Howie Long. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the same haircut. Was, Matt, Matt Damon. Matt Damon uh, would be a good like cameo, but I'm take gonna... Chris Pratt. Oh, Chris Pratt, do it. He needs to. He needs to spice up his his resume a little bit. He's, but you got to have somebody that go back to the future and go back and and they look like they're a high schooler and he's too old now. Mm. Uh so somebody young. Why don't you do oh uh, Captain America? He can look young. Go grows a mustache. But he's on the edge there. Is he getting old? He's on the edge. He's in his late thirties. There's just at not least. many people. I mean, they 40s. do that de aging stuff. That's true. That Indiana Jones, they de aged. They're saying they're saying that's like the worst movie ever made. Did uh, you have something sad. else to say that's sad. before you started? I was really looking forward to it. No, I wasn't looking forward to it at all. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. So after graduating college in 1981, he moved in with some friends in Washington's. One night, one of his roommates suggested playing a game he described as charades on paper. It became a popular tradition among the roommates. Angel realized this would be a good board game. So basically, TLDR, okay? Jerry, you're I don't know what that back. means. Please tell me what that means. Too long, don't read. And then they give you a synopsis. There's nothing that's TLDR to me. Too long, don't read, other than me going through here. So Angel basically creates Pictionary. He had some roommates that were going to go in with him, but they kind of backed out. They like said, they said, no, they're not going to do it. <laughs> Dummies. Angel and his future partner sold Pictionary to Mattel for $29 million. So they missed out. Yeah, that's sad. Rob mm. Angel of Pictionary fame. Okay. I like Pictionary quite a bit. I'm glad Although you Although we used to separate into husbands and wives when I would play with me and my friends. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have a wife? No, oh, we did that all the time. Oh, man, no, my wife yeah. cannot play games together because no, we are so was, we good. All, it was same, same, almost same. a divorce. Anything. No, no, no. no we'll we're fight. Saying, we'll fight. Oh, no. Me and we're my saying, wife. <laughs> no, on opposite teams, husbands against wives. Us oh, guys no. yeah. versus the girls, oh, no. and like we would almost all end in divorce. We okay. couldn't no, do no, it. No, no, no. Well, first off, me and my wife on team, you do not want to play code names against well, us. Well, that's what, we're not talking about team. We're talking about opposing <laughs> now, each other. Opposing each other. What would happen? Uh, number one, we'd be at each other's. I mean, okay. she could, but we're that's not fighting. She just knows. So it's a game. She's good at it. We just mm-hmm. recently played Deception Murder at Hong Kong, and she can spot you a mile away. She's good. She's not, and uh, if I'm the murderer doing something, she can just look at me and know. Like they mm, just, they, oh yeah, they know. There's no. Oh, reason. I, I can't. If anything dealing with bluffing, and my wife's playing against me, it, it's it's over. She reads me like a book. Yeah, see, that, see, I mistook you as a quiet, mild spirit until we played John Company, <laughs> and you pulled the largest defrauding action I have ever seen in a board game. Where I sat down, and I should give some context. I betray and backstab everybody. I fight. That's my thing. Every board game, I go hard. That's just how I live. You're very aggressive. Street chose me. Crosser. I went in and told myself, this game, there's going to be a lot of negotiating. There's going to be a lot of backstabbing. I'm going to be vanilla. I'm just going to learn the game. I'm not going to try. 
And at the beginning of the game, I did some wheeling and dealing. Yeah, and I yeah. did I did steal some shirts off some backs. That's okay. Uh, you, you know, I had a blackmail card that could have stopped your blackmail card you played on me. That's very sad. But you... Is it got I was a, so shocked. Duck on it? I it was does. so shocked. <laughs> That I forgot all about. Give me $7,500. I'm going to tell people about your. That's exactly. Yeah, there there you go. Uh, But this game, uh, yeah, Chad was the chairman at the beginning of the round, and he did very well with the company. And then the company fell on some mild, hard times. And so we went around where Chad ended up making some very wise decisions, recovering a lot of money for the company, and then all of a sudden, playing a card that allowed him to steal basically just embezzle almost everything from the company and put us on a road to bankruptcy. And then I became the chairman and I got to be the captain of a sinking ship. And I tried to convince the other four players to hang in there and everybody stay with it. And it did not last. So what is John company? Is that what is, I don't even know what that means. Is that the name of the company? This is the John company. Now correct me if I'm wrong and I haven't got to read the historical part of it. But, like, it's multiple. The term John Company comes from. I can't remember if this was a setup so, for a joke or what this what, was. It multiple people named John? I couldn't remember. This seemed like there was a. I think you're remembering your joke that you were trying I'm, to set up last time. I am remembering a joke. Okay. I, I'm going to go out and limb so I don't remember. No, no, it's bad when you tell a joke and then you think that joke, with, that setup was a fact. Oh, and then later yeah. you're like, this is true. <laughs> it, was a, it, it was a porta potty company in the 1800s. Yeah. But no, there's multiple families. And you, you play a, like a, you, you play basically the family. You have all these various pieces and you're trying to get your relatives into certain positions in the company. So there's chairman and director of trade and shipping and eventually governors and the presidencies of certain areas of India and generals and officers and people who are supporters of them. You're trying to basically negotiate and get your family members into those positions and have those powers. Which is very, and what are you looking at your phone? I was just saying, it says, John Company tells the story of the British East India Company from mm-hmm. the inside out. Right. Players uh, will steal their dynasties, but you're all a com- y'all are all working for the company. It's a Which co-op. I found it interesting. I thought y'all were fight- uh, going, well, you are. Mm-hmm. So it's a co-op, but yet you have your own win conditions? No. No. It's one oh. winner. One winner. It's, one it's all the same win conditions. So it, it is a, this company should survive and you want it to do good. So it's a straight up co-op. You but no. <laughs> so it starts off is the first thing that, that Chad said, well, oh, this is a co-op. And I, and I thought, but right, you're trying to do the best for your family and the company. And that doesn't run right. A lot of times what's good for you is not good for the company. And so it's very obvious, for instance, what's good for the duckling. Isn't good. Good for the gander. Not necessarily. So in this game, there's a certain wind condition if the company survives and is doing well, but there's a different wind condition when it finally caps out and Enrique has fallen asleep. Uh, so there may be a point in time where you've just inadvertently set things up to where, or on purpose, that tanking the company is in your best interest. And apparently sometimes the company just tanks even though people are trying to keep it afloat. And in this particular case... The company was doing well, I'd say, for at least three turns. Oh, yeah. We did pretty good coming out the gate. And then because of the way things were taking place, because the, the whole idea of it is that you're going basically to India, you're, you're, you're trying to set up companies, you're trying to take over, you're trying to do things. And while it's all going on, 
you're you're fighting trying to figure out where your family needs to be in the company. And we're getting, what are you pointing at? Speak. Pointing you have at, words. Well, he's pointing. He's and trying to be talking. quiet. Okay. And then I will explain. He's trying to be quiet because you're in deep thought about this game. Meanwhile, he wants me to get a water bottle out of this. Oh, it's fine. How meta do you got to be? Get the water. Why not? You don't drink water. I tell you all day long. What do you mean don't drink water? You don't mean to drink water all the time. And you decide to drink water, and now Chad's having to get you a water. He's the water boy. This is this is called the H two O. Get the water for you. Get the water. Clean. Is pure. Oh, thank you, Master. You can't have a young one walking around here dehydrated. It's a glacial water. That's a pure water from. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Huh? Well, y'all setting this up so no, y'all could call me Waterboy? Absolutely boy. not. Chad's the Waterboy. Oh. Yeah, this is a big setup, and I I fell hook, line, and sinker. Chad, I can't get that water I, for him. Do you mind? Oh, oh Chad my. was on top of it. He dove in he there dove. and got that like no Waterboy I've ever I've seen before. I've never seen. Did, and it, like, I can't even imagine And he, he was like, y'all didn't hear him off mic, but he was like going, Dis Hill Water? Not this one. This uh, doesn't look pure. You keep talking about the wind conditions, but I'm concerned about the what and who conditions. They are almost professional level comedians. Okay. Sometimes your puns <laughs> are not puns, and they're nor are they jokes. So in John Company, and Chad, you correct me if I'm wrong, because I've only gotten to play it one time. The And the game we played was the short five round. Yes. Company. So yeah, we, it's and, the... But they recommend it as a beginner. First time you play it, you want to play this. And there's even the there's a a part of the game that takes place on the player board, which we really didn't use. It deals with you managing a portion of the company, kind of like an eighteen X. You start so you start your own firm, yeah, like eighteen yeah. XX, and you're actually competing not only with John Company, but with other firms that others may make, and you can invest in those firms and make money off what they do. And we had nothing to do with that in this game. Yeah. So this that what that little aspect right there could be in a game in itself. It's like City of the Big Shoulders type that's thing. It. Mm-hmm. That's on the other side of the board, right? That, no, no, that's on the other side of the player board. Player board like right. it adds that whole little round into the game. We completely cut that out, the beginner game. Do you have you played both? Yes. 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 Which do you prefer? I prefer the full version. The full version? So okay. I'm playing Sunday. I got a group we're gonna play the full version. We we Section off six hours to to try to and get it that was done. It. and I must say the, the the timing on it for for us I think we got there at two o'clock yeah ended at six thirty plus you had to teach it yeah, it was like at least thirty minutes of very kind of going yeah. over it and it, the first round was glacially slow because mm-hmm. everybody didn't quite understand what was going on the, I have never been more engaged with a game I think. You came back. We were set up for Planet Unknown. You were like, okay, I'm done with John Company. We're coming back. And we met uh, Bruno at Planet Unknown. And as you got to the table, he said, I think I might have a new number one game. It was that good. And it, it what, what and what it got me about it was the actions that you take are so very, very simple. On your player board, it's put a family member out there or, or buy this little card for your company, and that's it. And it's very... It made perfect sense when we started playing the first round. You're just moving down this little track, and each little track is like, okay, now do this action. Everybody at the table. Now we have, who does the action? Well, who's the chairman? Who has the chairman card? Who has a family member that's the chairman? They make this decision. So it's like, okay, how do you get a chairman? Oh, these people have to vote him in. 
Who do you have that's a family member? Who has so many family members in there? You vote the chairman in. The chairman appoints this person. So all this stuff is taking place. And as you're figuring out who's doing what, you're giving out these roles. These people are now to determine what they're going to do with these roles. And everybody wants you to grease their palm. This game is so weird because it's like you want to have your person here so that I can control the shipping. I decide where the ships go. Oh, you want me to send ships over here? What are you going to do for me? Well, then this guy over here, he's the guy that gives the monies to fit the ships so that they can be in good condition. Well, I can fit my own ships or I can fit this guy's ships. What are you going to do for me? And then you've got the military who assigns the generals to go out and fight. Well, who's going to be in charge of the generals? Who's going to roll the dice? Who wants to put their family members as officers because they might get killed? Who wants to do that? Well, people who wants to go to war end up getting loot and being able to pillage and get a bunch of money. So, of course, you want your third cousin twice removed. They'd be put in this area who can control this. And then it goes, well, who's going to be the governor of this land when we take it over? Who's going to tax the people? Who are we going to talk to to say, hey, listen, we need to make a... There, there was a point in the game that I didn't realize even took place. But next thing I know, the, the, I'm, look, I, I got up to go get a piece of chewing gum. And when I sat back down, the guy that sat across from me says, okay. He looked up at me and says, I don't think we should open trade with China for opium. And I go, what? Drugs are bad. I said, what? Is that a thing? Can you do that? And one person said, yeah, I got the shipping lanes open. We've got China open. We've got X amount, but it'll cost us these amounts of ships. It's going to be a problem. And I said, you had me at opium. Do it. Let's make some money. What are we talking about here, people? I'm the heroine well, of this story. Yeah. Jake, but Jason let us down. He did. He was, he was the commander. Let me guess. He, don't he want says, drugs. look, just take over Bingle, and we'll have more opium to sell. Now and he couldn't get it done. He didn't get that. Now, now Jay, no, I want to point something out. Now, Jason was a, initially because when you you randomly select roles, you draft for roles at first, and he okay. We each had some issues where you can get really embarrassed by because the way that this game works, and this is the big complaint that everybody has about this game. To me, this is one of the few times I love this type of randomness. So. When things get, when you get ready to make a decision or do something, a lot of times you have to roll a dice. And a one and a two is victory. Three and a four, you failed. Five and six, you failed so bad, you're dead or retired or you're fired. It's one of those things. It's like, no, you're gone. So you can buy dice and you just need one success. So you can keep buying dice. So you want to have a lot of change. So right off the bat, poor Jason was in charge of the military and he made some poor decisions. He removed me as a general. He left me behind, and he ended up kind of dropping the ball. I gave him a hard time about that. I then, as the prime minister, because I'm stately, I started off as the prime minister. You're very regal. I accidentally you're wearing purple right now. Did not know that if you pull a card, that's a dilemma. You're basically fired as prime minister. So my first day in the job as prime minister was to pull this card and go, "Well, I don't want to do this," and they're like, "Yeah, but you automatically get fired as prime minister. Why? Because it's just a scandal, and then we're sorry, but you're gone." And I got fired as prime minister. So literally my first day was like. You're like that lady that was hired as prime minister in Britain like three months ago. And she lasted like, what, 30 days. That's basically what happened. That's so and I got ousted. So that happens. And it's very funny when you have somebody doing a job and they're trying to roll dice and they end up doing something that get critically fired. But the reason the whole point of this game is very simple. You want your family to get old and retire 
And then when they retire, you have to push them off to the nursing home. This game could be AARP, the board game. Because the way that you get your points in this game, and it threw, it blew so my it's mind. It's a victory points thing. Oh, yeah. Yes. But, but this is one of the ways that you get victory points, is that you want to be able to put Aunt Margie into the best nursing home possible. Mm-hmm. And there's like four or five of them. One costs a lot of money. You have to pay a lot of money to put them there and a lot of money to upkeep them. But it's nice. It doesn't smell like urine, like at the the one that used to be a Ramada that was re- renovated. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. And you get more you get more points, but you have to produce so much money. So basically what ends up happening is you end up putting grandma into the nice one, but it's like four pounds every round. And now you find yourself having the blackmail, the guy who's over shipping, because the opium's going to China. You need some money to pay for Margie's nursing home care, and you're a bad person. And before you know it, you break bad. And next thing you know, you're blackmailing the you're blackmailing the chairman. I'm sorry, so that to get rid of him, so that you could go and maybe you're the end up being the governor of Bombay, and maybe you tax people until there's a riot. Maybe you don't know that. Maybe that gets people killed. But Margie deserves the best care possible. So when you have all these actions, when you have you said you have one action. You just it's it's just it's go down but, this thing and whoever is in that position gets to make those decisions. And so sometimes you don't make any decisions. So is there like a list of decisions yes, you can make? Very simple. Mm-hmm. It's very this, Christian does it have a player aid. Excellent mm-hmm. player aid. Beautiful. Matter of okay. fact, the player aid is your board, and you're literally just going, okay, I'm gonna, I like all right, pick an action. Well, I want to put one of my family members over here as a writer, and a writer's like the person who's backing them up. Like they're a person who's in the company doing something. Like, well, I'm gonna put them over here. Okay, do that. Oh, yeah. I want to buy a ship. When you buy, and you buy these little shipyards, and those shipyards are like, hey, I have my ship. You can use it, and I get money. Or you can buy factories, which if the company bottoms out, these are protection against you. So people start buying factories. Like, why well, you have so many sweatshops? Mm-hmm. What are you doing, BJ? What are you doing? Okay. Which we played with the board game. Was that board game gumbo? Is that yeah, it? board game gumbo. Not to shout them out. They have a YouTube channel. Uh, if so, he'll pay me seventy five dollars, I'll I'll come on his show. Is that BJ? So, so yeah, BJ. Go board ahead, game, Chad. board game gumbo. So another thing, what's really nice about this game is when you hold an I'll office. Translate. Another thing that's really nice is <laughs> this here, this right here. So when you have this here office, <laughs> you get this here card, and this here card tells you what you gotta do. <laughs> and so that's what makes the game so nice is all right so i'm the chairman what do i gotta do oh i have a chairman card and it tells me what i gotta do the, the flip side you use when it's vacated it tells you how do you get a new chairman it all the steps uh the master trade same thing it's open how do we get a new one it tells you who picks it where they pick it from. So once you get the gist of the game, it just it flows so so easy. It's all right there. It reminds you what to do. So why does the rule book say have like a four point four yeah. on BGG and the rule book says get a cup of coffee and right. enjoy the next few hours of your life trying to learn this game? It is because this has what Robinson Crusoe kind of does. So Robinson Crusoe, the board game, I can play that game with anybody because you don't have to know how all the mechanisms work. I can make it flow because I've played this game so many times. Super complicated. But I can go, okay, you need to make this decision, A or B. And they go, well, I want to do this. Okay, well, when they do that, 
They don't have to know how many dice you roll or this or this or this. I can do that for them. They don't have need any knowledge. It's like I'm GM in the game for them. In John's company, it is so super complicated. When I sat down and you have somebody over there flipping through a printout that's got stuff highlighted, and he hands me a four-page handout that's front and back and says, so this is the algorithm. And I'm like, oh, so I'm sitting here flipping through this. I don't have to know that because somebody else there already knows it. So when it gets time to do India and you're over here moving pieces around, they're like, okay, roll this dice and we'll see what the weather does and if ships get destroyed or if armies move around or people revolt, that is the four in the 4.5 that's mm-hmm. on BGG. If you don't need to know that, if you're, you could sit down right now, spread this game out, and y'all could play this game, just muddle through it. As long as you've got somebody else who knows how to do the mechanisms. The other thing that makes it complicated, it doesn't make sense how anything works until you have played it, and then you're going, Oh, so that's why you would do this thing. This is what you need. This is what happens. And you hear people who have played it before having commentary going, we've got too many riders. Everybody keeps putting their families out here. We have way too much of this. I'm like, well, why wouldn't you do that? Well, because then you're moving people around. And so you, you don't, it doesn't really make sense until you have seen this. Uh, this is probably one of the most intricate games I've ever seen. It truly in the way that it works, because it should not work. There, it, you are literally have pieces that are your family that are representing generations of years and years of family members that you're putting out trying to get them and negotiate into various positions from generals and officers in the army to chairman of the board to managing shipping to governors to, to setting up trade routes to owning companies to managing these things. You're doing all that by simply going... One action, I'll put this person here, and then you just go down the list. And okay, okay, chairman, do your action. And they get to decide these things. And if your family member happens to be the chairman, it's on you. And if it's not, then you're bribing that person. So the interaction's amazing. So you have everybody at the table going, I'll give you this much money if you do this. Why? I just, I need you to do it. I need you to make sure that my person here is in this spot. And when and then the blackmail cards are so wonderful. Uh, one of my favorite little mechanisms in that game, Rex, that nobody plays anymore. It was a remake of Dune, where you have those traitor cards. So when the game gets set up, you get a traitor card, and it's a traitor, some random general that somebody might play. And if they fight you, and you have that traitor card, you for that particular general, it's over. You automatically win. It doesn't matter how odds are stacked against you. So that threat is always there in that game. This game has blackmail cards. And they have deals that you can make. So I can give you this card that says, look, I don't mind nepotism. So anytime that I have to appoint somebody to a position, I can't put my relative in it. I have to use it because it's nepotism. But if you give me your card that says, hey, I don't mind nepotism, when it comes time where obviously you would be in that position, I can say, I got your card. You said that I'd be all right with this, and I'm calling in a favor. And then my guy gets put in. Money, things of that nature, all these various agreements. And then there's just straight up blackmail cards that say, look, if the chairman tries to do this, you have dirt on them and you could stop them. And those are wonderful because they come out of nowhere and they're hard to get. And when you get them, we have, people don't play them a lot of times because they don't. you don't know what they do. You might, they might be useless or not even applicable to the game at that time, but somebody has them. And so every move you make, you're wondering, does this guy have something that can make it and they could 
tell you, hey, I'll, I'll give you this blackmail card if you'll do this. Well, what is it? Well, I can't tell you. I just do it. It's just the game comes from the players interacting. I have Jerry's ne- very passionate. I'm very game. passionate about yeah. this game. I'm very proud of that. I own this game, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I just, I. Are you re- ready to be the GM? Oh, not yet. No, I'm gonna go home and read. I'm, in, I'm empowered yeah. now. I now have. Yeah. I've but got- now you can tackle yes. the events in India. Yes. You can get into it. Yes. Use the player aids, and yeah. you, can you get- got a little understanding. Yes. That 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 yeah. whole thing is. Ma- so yeah, I'm pretty sure I can sit you down, you and Enrique, and go and Bubba and get everybody and say, look. Yeah, these are these. On this one. These are the simple decisions that you've got to make, and I'll run the rest. But you're in charge of this family. You're trying to do what's right for your family and get them in position. That's all you need to know. That's it's it. Somebody on Facebook asked, "Is it like an experience?" Like mm-hmm. he says, "That's heard. That's what people call it." I would equate this to like TI four level experience to me. Like this gave me when we left there. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the feeling in terms of what it was like. First off. The production, the production on this game is insane. Yes, it rivals PAX Premier Second Edition in terms of its beauty, mm-hmm. its quality. It should not look this good. They poured way too mm-hmm. much effort into this. This is way too good. Um, but the experience I got from this, it felt like a mega game in a way. It felt like this was mm-hmm. like a Den of Wolves type thing where we had been up talking and around the table and things were happening. So, very very interesting game. So yeah, John Company is a is is. I, I gotta, we gotta crank. You may hate it. No, I mean, it sounds, I, I like that type of stuff, but as long as someone's just there to tell me, like, What's okay, good? now you can do this action. Yeah. Okay, I'll do the action very, now. Then. Yeah. The, the, the first time you play, the first round is scary. Yeah. Because you're trying to, like, well, wait, people are, they're trading this, they're yeah. trading that. Why? What? Yeah. yeah. I, I got this, but I don't know what it does. And then everybody's smiling at you. But it takes you. one round. Yeah. You go through the whole motions, and it's like it all clicks, falls in place, second round, you're ready to go. Yeah. Do, do you have? Do you think like there's a, a good player count for it? There's a maximum people? I think max is good. So I've played with four, and I've played with six, and I've played solo. Um, six... I like six the best because it's a little more chaos. Four, you've got a little more control because you, you've got your hands and a little bit more of it. When six, you're really depending on working with other people. So to me, six. It, and it doesn't add any more length to well, the no, game. It's it's the wild card. Yep. It, it literally is. You, you want six people that you're... The game is not on the board. The game is the people. And what happened was, is when when you went all when Chad went all Bernie Madoff or whoever that was, it completely <laughs> gut, he gutted the company in a move that was brought a tear to my eye because I decided I was going to be nice this game and play very vanilla and just be not fighty, and to see him recover the company and then gut it, and there's other four people at the table going from now on we're just going to call that the Chad card because that was insane like you just don't do that. They all started losing faith in the company. Well, I became the chairman, and I'm like. And you had to go first. We're you, going to make you, this company. We're going to make it work. We're going to do it. We're going to make it great again. Yeah. We're going to do it. And everybody was like, yeah. And then I'm like, so tell me what we're going to do. We're going to do this. And we're going to go to Bingle. And we're going to, and I'm like planning. And then everyone goes, yeah. And then one guy says, I'm going to buy a company, a warehouse thing, a little, little thing, a workshop, just in case things go bad. Because that gives him victory points if the company goes down. Nah. And then somebody says, well, yeah, we really need to invest in the company, though, 
They were looking for options. Somebody mm-hmm. needs to invest, and nobody out. really did. They didn't. You, you were the only one. And they I'm like, and I'm anyway. like, yes. And then everyone's like, ah. and so everyone got lukewarm. And then the debt started piling up. And I'm like, look, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this. We're gonna tax people because so you gotta make some money, spend some money, make some money. We may have to move some ships. We're gonna be all right. And everyone was like, yeah. And the only person that was with me was like BJ. He was like, yeah, we'll do it. But he had no money. And then he got- He had no money to invest in the company. So he was broke. He was broke. Why is it broke people? They show up and they're like the biggest- Yeah. And they got nothing to lose. And then everybody else starts smiling a lot saying, yeah, Jerry, you got this. And I'm realizing people kept telling me, you got this? We're investing in other things. And they were getting out slowly. And then various bad things happened. Like a tsunami or something wiped out a bunch of ships- Yep. Uh, Jason, he kind of he kept losing. He kept losing. Kept losing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to call losing. him. I don't know what the. He's like. The, he was kind of like the. I don't know. You That's know, your brother, right? Not this friend. He, oh, Jason's yeah, he, he, a friend. He's from Louisiana too. Oh yeah. Okay. Gotro. He's got a real Cajun name. Well, he wasn't getting. So where do you is, is John done. Company like a uh, in your top games of all time now? Oh yeah. yeah really? It's, it's yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I. I hate to say number one, but right now, right number now, one. What would what would what would be in competition for it? What number be, one. I'm a TI4 fan. Ah, see, there you go. So experiences. I, yeah. So you realize I the, like experiences. You like the experiences. I know. Pandemic uh, legacy. Yeah. Pandemic vanilla. Ugh. Yeah. But pandemic legacy because the experience, um, and. Uh, There's another one, I Yokohama. Do. Yokohama. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's probably that's a, that would be my top. I do the cloud. See, that's so. Those are like completed. Those are like way different games. But yeah, but other experiences. I, that's yeah. why I have my little tag on my things. As so Omni gamer. Uh, in terms of experiences, like, um, have you ever played King's Dilemma? So we started that. I was playing with my family. We had five people. Yep. I was loving it. Yep. And they then, were kind of. That's the problem, yeah. right? Is that you get? I was loving it. And then I bought Jaws of the Lion, ah. and that killed them from wanting to play anything really? else. Yeah. So I have Jaws of Lion. I looked at it one time just because mm. I just want to play with it, and it does look like something I think we'd enjoy. I don't think mm. I'd ever want to do the whole. We brought Crescent City Cargo for you. I, I want to play that. It made by another Cajun. Yeah. Another dinger. Chance. Jason Dinger? Yeah, I'm hoping that. So I'm going to another convention in Lafayette in October. Oh yeah, I'm hoping to play John Company there, and I'm also hoping to meet Mister Dinger. He's gonna uh, be there, there probably. You think he's gonna be there? I I know he was in there to pass. I went a few years ago. He was. I didn't get to meet him, but he was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, I mean, it's not. He gave us wood. the dryness, and I don't know something about like if you. I feel like I don't know why I'm relating these two, but if you like Yokohama, I feel like you would like that. Mm-hmm. Because you are gathering things and shipping them. But this is a very clean, very straightforward, very, like, with uh, both of his games, even Captains of the Gulf, they're both very, this is what you need to be doing. It is pick up and deliver. And and strangely enough, mm-hmm. on a wrong I tail. don't okay. like that. But I, these are one of the few, this, this is what gets wait, me wait, when there's wait. an exception. I- is this no, like every no. every episode? No, oh, yes. no I don't no. like this mechanism, no. but I don't. I like it. I like. It's been so. It's so cliche. It's not cliche. Point. Let me tell you. First no, off, you, you literally. Well, no, I mean, you, and you said it twice so far today. 
thank you. He literally claims. He said, I, I don't like the, you know, rolling he, the dice he, I, he, and the he, luck. But he, he, in this game, it, you know. He does it because he feels like it'll carry more weight. Like, no, it I don't like no, this. No, but I do like okay. this. Now let me let, let me explain something because to you. literally no, everybody let me in the explain Facebook something group to you. will say Jerry. I, it's not just me. Deal with the Facebook group. They're like Jerry says he doesn't like all these mechanisms. Hey, but then proceeds to like all these mechanisms. Go get my mescal from the closet. There we go. Oh. Well, let me explain something to you since you explain need since you need me. to understand this. Why just to me and Chad's saying it too. Well, Chad, well, Chad, why don't you explain it to Chad? I, I've heard the explanation. You that's a great idea because you <laughs> won't you. listen. Thank I'll talk you. to Chad. Thank you. <laughs> so why don't you just sit there? Uh, you've and, been talking plenty, trust me. Uh, so, here's the thing. Here we go. So, a lot of people, they play a bunch of games and all of them whatever. I like to look for things that are exceptions. We mm. don't that's the mescal. Thank you, sir. Do you know how to open it? Uh, Jerry had that hidden in the toilet. I did. That's, that's some of that. in the toilet bowl. That's some of that good toilet muscle. It could be extra smoky, huh? Uh, yeah. So the people who, if you don't like something, right? So say you don't like but area there's control. There's nothing wrong with liking. Something. I'm talking to Chad. Do you me. have a? Do you have a? Uh, no, I'm seriously asking you right now in this moment. You are saying, seriously asking. Do me. you have a? <laughs> Of all the worker placement, yes. dice yes. placement, yes. what do you like besides negotiation okay. and bidding? So, for instance, when I say I don't like something, I mean the majority of the games that I have played of that mechanic, I don't like them. For instance, the things that I say that I do enjoy, the vast majority of these games that I play, I like them. So, for instance, you say you like Rondells. You Rondells, Rondells. That's Rondales. my boy. That's your boy. Can you think of one Rondell you don't like? Uh, shipyard was a uh, Great Western Trail. Huh? Great Western Trail was pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> right. Take it up with a Facebook group. Yo, <laughs> if I could just gather the hundreds and thousands that agree with me, the hundreds in opposition to listen, Jerry. but it doesn't matter. It the facts right on your side. The uh-huh. numbers don't matter. But let me explain. I play games looking for the exception. So I talk about the exception rather than the rule. Why would I talk mm. about the rule when that's what every podcast, YouTube, that's what they but all do? It doesn't do. serve you any to say, I don't like it. Because it's not that you don't like it. You're looking for something. I think you need to rephrase it to say, it's not that I don't like this style of game. I'm looking for the exceptional game in this genre. Okay, so let me say something, though. If you don't like something... Let me say that. Let's say oh, I'll, I'll use this example. I don't really like beer, IPAs. I'll be more more specific. I don't right. like IPAs. You don't like IPAs. There's own, but I can name two off the top of my head that I like. Right. That's out of maybe a hundred different times at I, once. It, I know where you're going with so, this, and you say this, and there's so many games you've said I don't like Rondells, but I like this game, this and game, here's, this game, and, this game, this game, this no, game, no, this no, game, no, this no, game, no, this no. game, this game, this game. No, I don't like dice placement, but I like this game, this listen, game, this listen, game, this game, this game. This are all exceptions. No, no, they're not. If I here's here, here's here's what I can do for you. Here's what I'll do for you. Name a mechanism. Name mechanism that I don't like, but I like. Dice placement is the first one I remember you really taking this stance on. Alien Frontiers, don't like it. Don't like Santa Maria. I, I, I will take umbrage with Alien Frontiers. When we first played it, you said... When I was first getting back into board gaming, yes, you can hold me accountable for that. Okay, but okay. after doing it, after playing it more than once, uh-huh. did not like it. Okay. And I believe somebody sold it. 
I did because you didn't I, like it anymore. It's not a solo. There you go. So, so anyway, not gonna play it with me. To my point, those are two right off the top of my head. How many other dice placements have we played? Let I feel just, I don't like it. Me, I don't like I've it. I've got board game stats right but here. But I, I guarantee I can look you. It up. But listen, I guarantee you, and I'm talking to Chad. Why am I not talking <laughs> to you? My point is, and Chad, what Gobby doesn't realize, the majority of that mechanism I do not like. Mm-hmm. I thus have the right to say. If 90% I don't like and 10% I do like, no. I don't like that mechanism. Here's the thing, though. It's not that you don't like the mechanism. You like the mechanism when it's implemented well. That's not liking the mechanism. So, well, okay, so let me... Hold on, hold on, Chad. Uh, I got to agree with this one. Okay, so let, uh, me, l- 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 let me explain. Because, let me, uh, Chad's because, our guest speaker. Because if you don't like IPAs, but you like those two... Okay. It's because they did it well. Okay. Right? I understand that, yes. So you don't like IPAs that aren't done well. Okay. So what So what you're saying is, let me make sure I'm clear on this. The average IPA I do not like. Mm-hmm. I like the exceptional ones. Um, yeah. But the what does exception? That mean? No. Uh, but you're twisting words. You no, know, that's exactly you, what it means. Stop hollering. It's exactly holler. what it means. You're wrong. But you like IPAs because no. you like this one and you like this one. No, I don't. I like the exceptional ones. Well, that's a stupid stance to take, but who's going to say I don't like that? <laughs> All right. Do you like Fords? Do you like don't Ford? like how this IPA <laughs> was made. Do you like Fords? I don't I don't drive Fords. I don't know. So you don't, don't like them? I've... I, Those are I, you just put words in my mouth. I'm just asking that I've never said. I'm not talking to you because you don't because you're getting defensive because no, you won't no, answer. You're the one that hollered and raised you your like voice. Fords? I do not like Fords. You like Ford Mustangs? Yes. Do Why? you like? So you like Fords? No. See, see. But why does he no. love the Ford Must- Mustangs, exactly. though? Exactly. No, 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 when you're talking Because they about, did something right. They did something right. When you're talking about a mechanism, though, a mechanism on board game, and your exceptions have went wash, far wash beyond, especially with dice placement or rondelles. It's went far beyond one or two. I'm you not like sa- several, no. and you can only say that because you haven't played them all. Wash it out and bring it. Now, back. sure, oh, there's oh, a oh, lot oh. you don't like, just like I don't like them. But I don't just blanket statement say I hate rondelles because I love Crescent City Cargo. It's a rondelle upon a rondelle upon a rondelle. I know. I understand that. And there's a lots of rondelles. You're a sucker played. for a rondelle. Hong Kong, Blackout Hong Kong. Love it. That's a rondelle. It's a bra- excellent. It's probably the best I can, rondelle. I can go through the board game stats and name you all the rondelles we play that we like. Right. That means I can't say I hate rondelles. Okay. Otherwise, I wouldn't I don't know them. why you're, you're, not, you're making an argument I'm not making. You're fighting against something I'm no, not saying. No, you're the one saying it wrong because I've said it for you. You don't like the... Is, the, the way the game has been implemented. No. So the I, mechanism has been implemented poorly for you. No. You like the mechanism. You don't like this implementation. So, so let me use y'all's, let me use y'all's uh, reasoning. Since that's <laughs> since we're going to see. Here you look, this, here. I, no, no. It's your no. line of reasoning. No, so just no, answer no. me. That, no, no, no. Stop no, interrupting me because I'm talking in chat. Uh, don't I, I'm tell talk, me to stop I'm talking to chat. You. So no. I'm going to use, I'm use oh, your line of reasoning. So do you like deck builders? Yes. Have yes. you ever been yes. wrong yes. about anything? Yes. In your I'm life? talking That's to Chad. Listen, like. hey, stop interrupting. Have you ever have you ever let me finish conversation? Jennifer, I'm talking to Chad. Has Jerry please. ever been wrong so, about so anything? What's a mechanism no. you don't like? 
Or a deck builder? Not talking to you. Huh? See, you've trained him to even interrupt. What what mechanism, Chad, do you not like? Chad likes it all. I uh, I kind of like it all. So, Enrique. <laughs> yeah, it's like asking me uh, what food you don't like. I mean, bidding. It's, uh, bidding. Well, see, here's the thing. Yeah. Okay, bidding. I can't name you a mechanism I don't like. I can name you maybe a game I don't like the mechanism in. Okay, yeah. so that's okay, so that's the point. So it's easy to say that you all like all mechanisms because you've played a game, at least one, that has a mechanism that you enjoy. That has a You're, mechanism, a vast majority. You can take this yeah. stance all day long. No, no, You're I, going answer, to be wrong. no answer my question. We just, just did. You did not. Do yes, you? Yes, we did. So you like all mechanisms. Sure. So you, you if, are, they're, if it's done good, no, no, yes. no, no. You like all mechanisms as long as they're no, done quote unquote good. I, I would say that's not true for me. Okay, I just can't think of a mechanism. Can't think of it. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Think uh, well, okay. like, work but, but just in general, just in general, you don't have to yes. go down name them. In yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so, so here's my so here's my question. I have the potential to like it. Okay, okay. As does mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. Here's my question: If you have a mechanism, and there's been let's just. Let's just do a hundred games that have had this mechanism, and ninety-nine of them you don't like, but one you do. Do you like that mechanism? I guarantee you. Here's your problem. No, it's no, no, yes no, 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 Just answer the question. I guarantee. Guarantee. You just have to answer the question. Just the one. Just answer the question. There's one that. But that's a flawed statement. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Why is it flawed? Because you haven't played them all. No, no, no. I'm saying in theory, a hundred games, you've played them all. I have not played a hundred games in, in which one of them I like the mechanism. Chad, listen, do you understand? He doesn't yes. that get theory. Yes. So a hundred oh, games, oh, we're going theory. 99, you like one. I would have to say it would that those numbers, that means that mechanism is not a good mechanism. But, but someone figured out how to use it correctly. Correct. So my my point being is, is that if you run the numbers of these games that have these various mechanisms, for instance, negotiation, there's rarely a negotiation game I do not like. Mm-hmm. That is a game. That is, so thus, when it's above mm-hmm. a certain percentile, I'm, I love, you say negotiating, well, I love it. That would when, be like saying, I there's rarely a Toyota I don't like, so I like Toyotas. There you go. Does that mean you like every Toyota? No. So it's not it's not a, it's not a blanket statement. So when I say, Covey's looking at me like I stabbed him in the back. I know. No, 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 no it's because just, no, it's, this is a thing of Jerry. It's refreshing that you that no, you have no, new no. ones. No, no, no. It's a thing of Jerry. Is he will look, that's his all his reasoning is flawed in that he looks for the twisted version, the niche. Ooh. Like he likes to make this all about this Ooh, that's one thing. Good. That's good. What is that, Mescal? Oh wait, we just better. There you, there you go. go. I like Miskal. So no, no, it's just the it's the nuance of it that that Chad. I'm Chad. I'm talking to Chad. He's understanding it here. So you have a certain percentile. So I love negotiation. I love bidding games, mm-hmm. and I will use an a, example of a bidding game I do not really like at all, which is the Estates. It's a. It was one that was everybody loved it when it first came out. Shut and sit down. I didn't like it, mm-hmm. but I love most bidding games. I am there. I'm all about it. We played another bidding game today, uh, the other day. New York. Didn't really like it. Last night was terrible. So that does not mean that I don't like bidding. It's that 80% of them I like. There are exceptions of ones I don't like. But So I like bidding. But when you get to other games, 
where the vast majority of that mechanism I simply don't like. Well, here's my issue with you specifically. In our gaming time together, Mm -hmm. in which you have just come out and said, I don't like dice placement. Uh We've had repeated, I guarantee you, (laughs) (laughs) if I was to go to my BG stats and look at the dice placement games we've had, in which Mm -hmm. you could say it's an aspect of the game, Mm -hmm. you're going to have liked at least... It way more than a one okay. out of a hundred. So number one, that dice placement thing may have be met may be true with dice placement. It may simply be that at the beginning I didn't like dice placement because I didn't have wasn't a lot that I've liked. Mm-hmm. Over the years, what has happened? The mechanism has quit being used as the exception. I know, but so you, and rather you repeatedly than the rule. say that about so many. I know. But here's mechanisms. Okay. And it's so, just a, so it's almost like it's your character. It's at this not. Point. No, what I'm the guy that doesn't like the mechanism. No, 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 no. But I like this no. mechanism and this guy. No, here's the understanding though. They have gotten better. They're making better games. They're getting to where they're able to make things that are quality games now. And so there are been better and better dice play. It but makes that, it but that's since we've started playing together. So all I know of you is okay, so okay, here's an interesting thing. Here's an interesting thing, Chad. No, no, seriously. What you may have played five hundred games, right? Let's say you played those first two hundred and fifty games with Bob Smith. Okay, I love Bob. And all those <laughs> games sucked, right? Of dice placement. Okay, gotcha. You've played the next two fifty with me, right? Gavi Moraga, yeah. In which you loved those games, right? I'm fifty fifty. All I know is Jerry likes dice placement, right? Which one's the case? Well, it's 50-50. So which is it? Whether I like it or don't, it's Correct. right in the middle. But let's just take your... Uh, I let's think just, you don't want to play games with Bob Smith. I don't, well, let's just take <laughs> your... What's your deal with Bob? What, 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 you're, what you're trying to say is, since the games I, I have played... perspective. From my perspective... Okay. Your subjective you like perspective that the games that we play that are dice placement, I like. Right. I'm not arguing with you with dice placement because it's true... We have played a lot of good dice placements. They have gotten better and better and better. And that's just become almost a running gag where I'm like, I don't like dice placement because there's been this <laughs> run where we've just had a lot of good dice placement games. So really, it's pushing me to the fact that there is now we're weeding out. So you know what's happening? My mind about really not, that's not really my mind. It's just statistically. It's getting to where I like dice placement because they're just simply more, mm-hmm. they're just better. They're just better dice placements. But my point, the overall point I was trying to make is the reason you hear me talk about games that are the exception is because I purposely buy stuff or look for stuff and try to find the exception, and I'm not talking about the rule. So, Well, I do appreciate that. I mean, You I, can turn I, your mic. I, I, turn well, that talk, mic on and repeat the part where you said I am right and you appreciate me. I never said that. <laughs> but you knew I was right. I said I appreciate that rule of trying to find the exception. Right. Thank you. Which mm-hmm. means you appreciate me. That's I really good mescal. But I'm fixing to taste it. You tried that. This is good. Oh my goodness, so smooth. Wow. That's expensive uh-huh. stuff too. But what, that's good. How much was that? It's like fifty bucks. Was it really? I bought it for Chad for a drink. Uh, how much was it? It was. I bought good stuff. That is really Las Tonas Mescal Artisanal. When we're having guests. <laughs> I like to have nice stuff. Oaxaca. That's where you know it's oh, good. Oh, right where's there. Oaxaca? <laughs> We played that game. We didn't like it, did we? Enrique, how would you say this right here? I've already given it away. He didn't listen. If you were to look at it, what would you say that is? The OAX. Oh. 
Smoky. How would you pronounce that? Woo! Uh, Smoky. Huh? Oroxa. 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 The Mexican of our group said that was made in Oroxa. <laughs> He's from Texas. Um, no, uh, Oklahoma. Anyways, my, 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 no, I was born in Texas. You're in Oklahoma. Right. So you Tex-Mex? More or less. So my point being is that my tastes have changed. So I don't just stand by the fact that I don't like stuff. So like dice placement's becoming a thing. And so it is true that a lot of times I'll say, I don't like this mechanism, but this is the exception, blah, 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 blah. No. It is because I'm not talking about the games that I hate. I'm not going down the well, 15 that I didn't like and the one that I like. Of all the people that have been talking this podcast that has convinced me it's myself. I'm glad you... Well, in that I'm glad I, we well, no, I came upon a good point in my speaking. <laughs> in that, in my perspective, yeah. you don't like... You like dice. You like all, most genres well, I, that we play because we play... We try to be... Right. Very picky in the games we choose. A, a good, a good, a good example is that Lacrimosa, which we can talk about mm-hmm. on another podcast. Yes, we will. Which is a game that I said Lacrimosa. Well, and here's the thing: I was about to play that game until Gabby he influenced text me. He influenced hey, you want to join us with the podcast? So you saved me. I had no idea that you were saving me. Uh, uh, now, here's the thing: uh, I would be interested in, let, in in you playing it. I was uh, going to say I would be interested in just finishing it out but it, here's what got me about it and one well, we need to do another podcast we'll have to do it. another podcast for it because but but <laughs> but we didn't like it but it was a game that that those mechanisms are things that we like if you were to describe just the mechanisms and this this and this and this uh, yes i'm all about it mm-hmm. but it was the the presentation they of were it implemented poorly it was implemented very poorly mm-hmm. the mechanisms overall now, did that, does that mean I don't like da-da-da? No. Correct. That card-type game that's kind of like Mombasa or or uh, that very Euro style of art. Right, Even got, though they don't move up. That was the Mombasa thing is you you move them up, remember? Move what up? The cards. You play them down here, and then you can move them up there. Oh, oh uh, it's, top down it's, there. It's, it's more like a, uh, that other one. Was that Newton? Yeah, Newton. It go. did give me Newton vibes. Newton, yes. Big Newtons. It They're, was giving Newton, as I'm understanding the kids say these days. They don't say the vibes part. They just say, instead of me saying it giving me Newton vibes, I just say it was giving me Newton. You don't say vibes anymore? You don't say vibes Do you anymore. say vibes, Chad? Yeah, I say vibes, but I'm not one of the Give me young people. Chad vibes. I have a Gen Xer that I associate pretty regularly with. Uh, he lets me know what's cool and what's not. Yeah. That's good that you're that hip. All right. We're, we're coming in on an hour. Chad. We, whoa. We didn't even get Chad. To, well, wow. We're yes. going to come uh, back next, next week. week. Next week. I'll next be back week. next week. And, uh, we're going to discuss yeah, my yeah. Moonrakers and Lacrimosa. Right. Enrique. Let me check the flights. You're ready, see to, check, if I can, you're ready to sign uh, us check off. Check your flights. Chad will be back with us next week as we discuss Moonrakers. Right. Until then, I'm Gavi. This is Jerry. This is Chad. This is Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Thank you.